I am professional wrestler Chris Rex, and if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to the Bear of Texas podcast. What is up, beauties? This is the Bear of Texas. Welcome to another edition of Cowboys Talk, the Dallas Cowboys discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. As usual, I am reporting live from an undisclosed but frozen location deep in the heart of Texas because, ladies and gentlemen, if you live in the DFW area... Hell, if you've been following what's been going on lately with the weather here in the United States, Texas has been very cold. I mean, we just got through a freaking winter storm. There's snow on the ground. There's ice on the ground. Ladies and gentlemen, right now, it's 8 degrees outside. 8 degrees. And I actually went out and did the research. It has not been this cold since 1989. The, the weather, the cold temperature from the last few days... Has not happened in over 30 freaking years. I'm astonished, believe it or not. Okay, it's been crazy with all the power outs lately. I mean, I've been having problems with my, with my cell phone, with the, with the data and everything. But you know what? Despite all that, I found the effort to at least come here today to give you a show. Because, ladies and gentlemen, I am committed to giving you a great show. And I will keep that commitment because I am not one to back out of a promise. I've been thinking about this lately, Okay. Now, last week, we all saw the news that J.J. Watt was released from the Houston Texans. Spent about 10 years with the Houston Texans, a very long time, okay? And I have watched J.J. Watt's career, okay, with the Houston Texans, despite being a Cowboys fan. And despite the fact of that, there's really no point of, there's really no point of saying that he's not a good player. Arguably, J.J. Watt has to be probably one of the, the greatest defensive players that I, I've been watching lately. There's probably some names I'm not thinking about, but my eye's been on J.J. Watt for a very long time. Ever since he was drafted in the, in the first round of the 2011 uh, NFL draft, the 11th pick, okay, it's been amazing. A three-time NFL Defensive Player of the Year for the years 2012, 2014, 2015. Five Pro Bowls. A two-time NFL Sacks leader, okay, and he's even the clubs of 100 career sacks, okay? The 2017 Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year. The Sports Illustrated Sportsman of the Year for that same year. There are so many accolades on the resume of J.J. Watt. Really, they cannot be ignored, okay? And I should mention, those 100 career sacks, that's a Houston Texans franchise record. It's amazing. But lately, it has not really been very good for J.J. Watt, hasn't it? Okay. His health, honestly, has really been quite a, a cause for concern. But amazingly, in 2020, he played all 16 games, okay? Although after he, he played only 8 in 2019. So the point of this episode is, is it possible for the Dallas Cowboys... To somehow, some way, fight, scratch, claw their way to somehow signing J.J. Watt. There's been a lot of suggestions. Maybe J.J. Watt should come to Dallas. But then other fans are saying, no, he shouldn't come to Dallas. Now, both sides are making some very valid points, okay? For me personally, I would welcome J.J. Watt to the Dallas Cowboys, Okay? Of course, the injury history is certainly a cause for concern. But, 
despite the injuries, J.J. Watt is certainly a good player. And if he's healthy, God knows all the great stuff he can do for the Dallas Cowboys. Okay? For so many freaking years, the Dallas Cowboys have been looking for a freaking pass rusher. Okay? And we still have not been able to find one. Could J.J. Watt be the answer that we've been looking for? Well, he could be. Okay? Now, as far as free agency goes, right now, lately, the biggest thing that everyone's talking about as far as the Dallas Cowboys go uh, with free agency is signing Dak Prescott to a long-term deal. Now, I discussed this in my previous episode, so I'm not going to go through it there. So, anything you want to hear about that, go to the previous episode. The episode's called The Dak Prescott Situation. Believe me. I talked about it. I went deep. I gave every possible scenario. Keep in mind... It's the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. You got you got to understand that, okay? But here's a sneak peek out of it. Since I'm nice enough to give you a sneak peek, here it is. A franchise tag for Dak Prescott is more than reasonable, okay? Because that's the best thing for him. But bring in J.J. Watt. It, it would certainly be, uh, be exciting, okay? But a couple of things to worry about, okay? Now, this is going to go against the reason why I was not in favor of bringing in Matthew Stafford to the Dallas Cowboys, okay? J.J. Watt will be 32 years old by the time next season starts, okay? Matthew Stafford will be 33, and I I explained that bringing in Matthew Stafford is probably not the best way to go because we need a young guy who's still in his prime, who still has many years ahead of him. I'm not saying Matthew Stafford doesn't have many good years ahead of him, but we need to stick with a younger guy, Okay. But that's for the quarterback position. Now, for the defensive end position. Acquiring J.J. Rott would certainly be huge, okay? The question is, how much money would it cost? I mean, I obviously, I, I, I can see the fact that J.J. Watt would not accept a small deal. He's not going to accept a veteran's minimum deal. I mean, he's better than that. It would be a slap to the face to even offer him such a low deal. Ever since he's been released, many teams have come in mind of where he could be. Okay, you know the Pittsburghs. The people, a lot of people are saying, you know, maybe the Green Bay Packers because Wisconsin is J.J. Watt's home state. I mean, that's certainly possible. You know, a friend of mine, um, you know, who's a podcaster like me, he he, he flirted with, he flirted with the idea of J.J. Watt going to the Los Angeles Rams, but I did in fact talk to my good friend Darnell, the playmaker Salines. Okay, and he actually already told me he does not want J.J. Watt coming to the L.A. Rams. Didn't go deep into it, but all I can tell you is he's not in favor of bringing J.J. Watt, so I left it at that, okay? Now, the Pittsburgh Steelers is obviously <laughs> a pretty pretty realistic place because, keep in mind, his he's got two siblings that play there. <laughs> T.J. Watt, a guy that the Dallas Cowboys passed on, which really... Sh- it was a huge mistake. T.J. Watt could have become a Dallas Cowboy, but the Cowboys had to pass on him. We took Taco Charlton instead, and look how that turned out. Okay, of course, there's also Derek Watt. Okay, who's the uh, who's a fullback for the Steelers? So, so why not? Why wouldn't the, the Pittsburgh Steelers bring in J.J. Watt and have the Watt family play for them? I mean, imagine that. But now let's get to. Something a little bit serious, okay. 
I'm gonna go a little bit deeper in, into the accomplishments he had during his time down in Houston. Okay. He's the first player in NFL history with multiple 20-sack seasons. Did it in 2012 and 2014. I remember DeMarcus Ware had a 20-sack season back in 2008. That was pretty cool. It would certainly be it would certainly be awesome if the Dallas Cowboys had a player that can get that many sacks again in, in a season. Okay, at one point, he was the number one player in the top 100 players of 2015. Number three for 2016. Okay, number five for 2013. Three times in the in the top five, okay. That's amazing. I mean, even though these NFL top players, you know, certainly votes and some might say it's opinions. I mean, it's still something that's on his resume. And if we're talking about his resume, I mean, we we got to look at everything. Now here's why. Now, um. As far, as far as the salary cap issues goes, I mean, the Cowboys have been having problems with, with the salary cap for so many years. I mean, I, I don't know exactly how much money they have available right now to spend. But even even if they had, you know, even if even if there's, you know, good money out there, I mean, they got to use the money to, to sign Dak Prescott, right? Even though, again, like I said, the franchise tag is the, is the way to go for him. But the question is, can they sign J.J. Watt if they have the chance? Will they actually bring him into Dallas and, and meet with him and negotiate a deal? Honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of having my doubts, okay? If the Dallas Cowboys are so focused on Dak Prescott, would they really bother with J.J. Watt? I mean, that would be a mistake. You, you can't ignore that, okay? I mean, there's several free agents out there. I mean, also, there's even been talks about... Possibly bringing in Patrick Peterson, you know, who recently finished his stint with the Arizona Cardinals. Okay, and Patrick Peterson, you know, one of the one of the greatest secondaries, you know, of all time, especially uh, for the last ten years. I mean, quite frankly, I was asked like, who would I pick between the two? If I could pick any of those two to come to the Cowboys, who would it be? I mean, quite frankly, it's a question, and really, I don't know, because I've had more of my focus on J.J. Watt than I've had on Patrick Peterson in the last uh, 48 hours as I've been thinking of, uh, as I've been planning this episode, but, but honestly, J.J. Watt would probably be it, because the Cowboys need a pass rusher bad, and with all that talent building up, and, you know, the Cowboys, you know, trying to really, try to get everything, everybody healthy, but, but again, J.J. Watt's Hell, is a, is a serious cause for concern. I mean, from t- 2016 to 2017, J.J. Watt only played in eight games throughout those two seasons, okay? We can't ignore J.J. Watt's injury history. I mean, it speaks for itself. And it's, and again, it's a major cause for concern. I mean, how bad would it be if the Dallas Cowboys signed J.J. Watt to a maybe a four-year deal... And I mean, I'm not going to put a number figure out there, but let's say they sign him to a big deal, four-year deal, and and JJ Watt gets hurt during training camp, and then he's out for the season. I mean, I understand that sometimes in free agency you, you got to take risks, but let's not forget the Dallas Cowboys. Have they really had the best luck in free agency over the last few years? You remember back before the in, in the off season before the 2012 season when the Dallas Cowboys dumped the money truck on Brandon, on Brandon Carr. I mean, the, the Brandon, Brandon Carr did have some good moments with the Cowboys. 
but did it, but, but did it work out overall? I mean, honestly, no, it did not. But of course, the last couple of years, I don't remember any major free agent signings. I know, like, in after twenty eighteen, we signed Randall Cobb to that one year deal. But other than that, I don't, I don't remember any big exciting free agent signings that we had made. I remember before the two thousand fourteen season, we had gotten Henry Melton, the former defensive lineman, you know, who played for the Texas Longhorns, who was with the Chicago Bears for quite a while. We got him, but we only had him for a year. I guess the bottom line is is that the Cowboys really haven't had the best luck with free agency in the last couple of years, have they? I mean, it hasn't been it hasn't been any luck for the longest time, if you ask me. Free agency is a, is a tough thing. Okay, okay. When they, when these big players become free agents, or they get released, or whatever. A lot of them will certainly listen. They'll meet with several teams because they want to weigh their options out on the table. Of course, one team's gonna make the offer so huge, they want this player to not even bother talking to those teams. Like they want to take the player off of themselves. And honestly, the point is, those teams can't do that. I mean, that that's what free agency is. It's 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 like an auction sometimes. Okay, it's not just like going to the store and then ping out. It's like literally going. Actually, you know what it is? Like going out the store and racing somebody to the store to pick up the last PlayStation Five. Okay, and these teams are now like fighting each other because they all want to sign this big player. Okay, as far as JJ Watt goes, I mean, at least five locations, five NFL franchises are certainly gonna want to sign him. I, I I can't name one off the top of my head. I mean, like again, Pittsburgh could be there, Green Bay as well. I mean, any anybody could. Sign. I mean, I'm I'm not sure off the top of my head, you know, who could really use him. I mean, I know the Cowboys could probably use, you know, a, a good pass rusher like him. But, again, the Cowboys have not had the best luck with free agent signings. And the Cowboys can't risk stopping the money truck on J.J. Watt because, you know, again, you know, the entry history. So, I mean, I'm the Ram- I mean, maybe the Rams or maybe the 49ers or, you know, anybody could go after the guy. I mean, free agency is, is happening pretty soon, but... <laughs> Bottom line is, you know, I guess what I'm trying to say is expect the unexpected, you know. It's going to be full of surprises, so, yeah. Now, I want to bring it to the point, could really, is J.J. Watt really, if, if J.J. Watt's healthy, okay, if he's healthy, does that automatically guarantee that he will do well for the Cowboys? I mean, well, keep in mind, there's no such thing as a guarantee. I mean, we, we, we could anything could happen. I mean, from what I'm saying, according to Sports Illustrated, the Brown, the Browns are apparently interested in J.J. Watt. Hmm. And it says here, okay, it says here that the Cowboys and Steelers and the Packers are among nine teams that could be the, the next home for J.J. Watt. Well, that's certainly interesting, okay. Again, don't I mean? Don't be surprised that all these teams have an interest. I mean, like I said, JJ Watt is one of the is one of one of the best players. Sorry about that. It's one of the best players that we've seen in the last ten years or so. Of course, this, like I said, a, a lot of Cowboy fans, you know, really want the guy. A lot of them don't. For me, I'm, I'm kind of torn. I mean, I just know that 
we got to get something that's going to help our defense because the defense has been the problem for the last 20 years or so, right? I mean, we don't have a defense that's good enough to help us win games because keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, it's all about the winning, okay? And and what I've seen lately from from a lot of fans, like from these from comments I've gotten, it seems to me that they've forgotten how important it is to win. Or like, do they not care about winning anymore? I can't point out any names. Look, we, we can't just sign a big player because, you know, you like him. I mean, if he's not helping us win, that's not how you do business, okay? When it comes to the Dallas Cowboys, it's all about the winning. And our track record, as far as winning goes, our track record is average. I would say below average, honestly. I mean, how many playoff wins do we have since 1996? I mean, the answer is three. Had that one in 2009 against the Eagles. 2014 against Detroit, okay? And then beat Seattle Beat Seattle just a couple of years ago. We haven't even been to the NFC Championship since then. Since 1996, since we last won the Super Bowl. Okay? So it seems to me that the, 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 that winning has just not been part of the Cowboys culture in the last 25 freaking years. That's extremely unacceptable. So. Now the benefits for the, for the Cowboys, like, because J.J. Watt is such a talented player, okay, he can certainly do some great things. But like I've mentioned several times already, we have to pray that the man stays healthy, okay? And no, and I should have mentioned this earlier, folks. I should have, okay? Because as, so- as soon as he was released, or as soon as I saw that he was released, okay, apparently there was a, there was a report that Demarcus Lawrence actually sent out a tweet, you know, tagging in J.J. Uh, Watts and then putting some sort of uh, emoji, okay? It seems to me that Demarcus Lawrence is attempting to lure J.J. Watt into the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, maybe I shouldn't say lure. Maybe he's trying to convince... Or uh, You know what? No. A- another source actually made the perfect word. He's trying to recruit J.J. Watt to the Dallas Cowboys. And I gotta say, if a player like Demarcus Lawrence wants J.J. Watt in... I mean, Demarcus Lawrence is one of the Dallas Cowboys' the most important players, so... <laughs> If he suggests talking to J.J. Watt, the Cowboys should probably do it. I mean, like like I said, the Cowboys have to do what it takes to bulk up that defense. I mean, that defense has just been horrible for so freaking long. Okay. And a corner of this, he's also he's also recruiting Patrick Peterson. Well. Well, the Cowboys defense, remember, finished 32nd, uh, th- excuse me, 31st against the run. Okay. So maybe bringing in J.J. Watt is certainly going to help that, okay? But again, the Cowboys 20th, 28th in points allowed. And of course, there was all the injuries and Mike Nolan's uh, scheme just apparently did not work. But again, you know, everything had to be learned virtually. I mean, it, it, it was really bad. Now, J.J. Watt, there's a key word about him, okay? He's a veteran of the NFL. He's been playing since 2011. I mean, his rookie year was my first year in college, okay? And I was 18 years old, and I'm 28. Yeah, he's been here for 10 freaking years. Okay. He's had these ups. He's had, he's had his downs. I mean, again, the injury history is the huge hiccup, and it can't be ignored. But you know what? He he, he played a full season last year. Okay. Didn't seem to be showing any ill effects. You know, as of late, there's been no reports that he's suffering any ill effects. So maybe he's doing fine. I mean, if the Cowboys get him, you know, of course, we got to take it easy on him, not rush him. You know, let him learn a scheme, let him get comfortable. You know, 
like build build around him. Like bring him in, introduce him to everybody, get him, let him get settled, let him you know learn what's going on, let let him get with the program basically. Okay, now, and and I really appreciate Demarcus Lawrence kind of taking uh, the initiative of of taking it upon himself to really help bulk up the defense. I mean, Demarcus Lawrence is one of our is one of our important players. And he's a, and he's a very he's a very serious player and and I and I, I like that I really respect that out of him. He's trying to recruit some players to come play for us. I mean, Demarcus Lawrence wants to learn from somebody like JJ Watt. I mean, okay, maybe not learn. I mean, because JJ uh, JJ Watt and Demarcus Lawrence, I think three years apart in the NFL. Marcus Lawrence arrived in 2014. I'm guessing J Demarcus Lawrence, you know, is really wanting to play against one of the greatest players of all time. And I'm sure J.J. Watt can teach a couple of things to Demarcus Lawrence. I mean, I'm sure playing with J.J. Watt is certainly going to impact Demarcus Lawrence. Okay, bringing Patrick Peterson could certainly, you know, bulk up the secondary. I mean, Trayvon Diggs, our rookie cornerback uh, from last year out of Alabama. I mean, God knows how much he can learn from Patrick Peterson. I mean, it would it would it would impact him playing alongside Patrick Peterson. But like I said, um, again, I'm I'm not sure entirely. The whole salary cap issue with the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, it says here the adjusted salary cap is $210 million. And of course, you know, the active contracts is a little over $180 million. So, and in dead cap, it says here that they're only at eight at $9 million. So, I never really understood how the whole thing works. I just know that the, the Cowboys just really haven't had the good luck as far as handling the salary cap. Especially because the problem is, you know, they're, they're overpaying so many players. So... I mean, God knows how long that's been the problem, huh? But, but from a, a, a performance perspective, J.J. Watt is certainly a great addition for the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, now we I, it, it can't be guaranteed that just because he comes in that we're gonna get a twenty sack season out of him. I mean, to be fair, that's not something that we should expect out of him. We need to be reasonable, okay? We need to be a bit res- respectable. Like, we don't want to put too. We don't want to put too much on him. We don't want to put too much on his plate, okay? If he and Demarcus Lawrence can get around, you know, twelve to fifteen sacks each, and then a couple other players get numerous sacks, I mean, that's good. But for JJ Watt, it's not only about getting about getting the sacks up. I mean, yeah, we we need it. Would, it would certainly be perfect if. Uh, well, let me go back a little bit. If if somehow, if JJ Watt did, does come, and he and Demarcus Lawrence both get twenty sacks next year, man, that's amazing. Okay, but it's not just about the quarterback sacks, ladies and gentlemen. Because I mentioned earlier, the Cowboys' defense finished thirty first against the run, and that's horrible. That's humiliating. That's frustrating. It's negative overall. I mean, I can say it's all this, but the bottom line is, it's freaking negative. Okay, it can't happen again. Bringing J.J. Watt could certainly help the Cowboys' rush defense, okay? It seems that now, the, I mean, as far as the addition, you know, the long-time search for a pass rusher, the Cowboys need somebody that's really good with helping stop the run, okay? For a long time, that was Sean Lee's uh, speciality. He was good at that, aside from intercepting passes, because I would see J, uh, Sean Lee was just such a great tackler, you know, Leighton Vanderesh is still the guy, you know, with the tackles, but Leighton Vanderesh too, you know, his health is also a, f- a huge cause for concern. But but bringing in a guy that bringing in a guy that could seriously help 
stop the run, I mean, that's what the, the Cowboys really need. So, so overall, I'm, honestly, I'm completely in favor. I, I, I've actually declared, I'm in favor of bringing in J.J. Watt, okay? At the same time, I, I do stress the fact that we cannot ignore the injury history. But I will point out that last year, he did in fact play the, the full season. So, of course the problem is, how much is J.J. Watt going to ask? Can the Dallas Cowboys afford him? Okay. But that but then it begs, it begs the question after that. If the Cowboys do sign J.J. Watt to a massive deal, does that mean Dak Prescott, his chances of signing a long-term deal are dead? I mean, right, right now I see it like this. The Dallas Cowboys can try their luck in free agency by bringing a, a player like J.J. Watt or Patrick Peterson. They can either go that way or they can go with Dak Prescott. I feel like it's gone down to two. So maybe at this point it's like this. It's either J.J. Watt or it's Dak Prescott. <laughs> because keep Because think about it. Can any team like you know, or the Dallas Cowboys, of all of all teams, could they really be the team to afford to sign two guys to major blockbuster deals? I mean, if it were to happen, I'd be astonished. And of course, I'll come on the show and I'll express how astonished I am. And I'll say, you know, anything I might have said that was negative, you know, was obviously wrong. But I just don't see the Dallas Cowboys being able to sign. J.J. Watt and Dak Prescott to to long-term deals, both. So, in order for the for both of them to stay, if the Cowboys can somehow convince J.J. Watt, you know, to, to agree to a one-year deal or maybe a two-year deal that's not so expensive, I mean, that would be a miracle, but because of J.J. Watt's success, because of, it, you know, of how talented he is and how amazing of a player he is, I mean, J.J. Watt's certainly going to demand... The amount that he feels he deserves. And I can't just say that he feels he deserves. I should say the amount that he knows he deserves. And, and I really can't... And I, and, I, and I can't make a prediction out of that. Like how much he's going to deserve. I mean, every player is different. But looking at... Right, you know... Everything, you know, the problem is, uh, the Cowboys, you know, a lot of players, you know, are set to be free agents as well on the Cowboys' side. That includes Chidobi Awuzie and Jordan Lewis. They're both set to become unrestricted free agents. And I guess because of that case, maybe that's why Patrick Peterson has been, you know, put into conversation. But, uh, as I mentioned... You know how I, I thought that it's 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 pretty impossible to sign both Dak Prescott and JJ Watt to massive deals. Both, I mean, if I, if I think that's impossible, I mean, is it really possible that somehow the Cowboys are able to pay Dak Prescott, Patrick Peterson, and and JJ Watt? I mean, no. <laughs> but again, if somehow the Cowboys pull the impossible, well, I'll just be here and I'll say, yeah, <laughs> I was wrong, but. But man, so maybe it's like the Cowboys have to pick either J.J. Watt or Dak Prescott, but if they're able to sign Dak Prescott and they're still able to get another one, it's probably either J.J. Watt or Patrick Peterson. 
because you know uh, from research I've done, um, Dan Quinn, who's the the new Cowboys defensive coordinator, according to a, a source from uh, Inside the Star, I'm gonna his name uh, Matthew Lennox of Inside the Star. The the new uh, scheme under Dan Quinn is actually going to be a lot of uh, cover one and cover three, okay, and that's actually good for the for physical corners. And Patrick Peterson would certainly fit that kind of scheme, okay. Now Patrick Peterson, you know, who's you know, I believe he's he's got to be in his thirties. I mean, you know, he was he's drafted uh, in, in the same uh, the same draft as JJ Watt. He was the fifth overall pick. You know, he was drafted by the Cardinals and. Patrick Peterson, an eight-time Pro Bowler, you know, I, you know, just just such an amazing player. So, and I'm taking a look right now. Uh, you know, I I never really. I'm gonna be honest. You know, the whole Patrick Peterson conversation is totally, totally improvised because I I honestly didn't think that you know I, I would be bring him in, but he holds the record. You know, here's a couple of his Cardinals franchise record: the longest punt return for a touchdown, which was 99. That was his rookie year. The most punt return touchdowns in a single season, which was also 2011, his rookie year, he had four. Okay, and the most punt return yards in a single season, <laughs> also his rookie year, six. That was like 699 yards. So obviously he hasn't broken any franchise records since his rookie year, but still he broke records. But an NFL record, you know, he holds the longest overtime punt return for a touchdown, which was 99 yards. I mean that's amazing. So, but looking at the stats over the years, okay. Had seven interceptions in, in 2012, okay. Three interceptions last year, you know, two in 2019. And he has 28 his entire season, okay. And he has 251 return yards of, of interceptions. He has one pick six, which was in 2014, okay. Twelve fumble recoveries as well, okay. Four quarterback sacks and close to 500 tackles total. <laughs> See, now I'm really, now I'm really having, a, now I'm really dreaming, I am really dreaming. I'm really on my knees praying to God, begging, please, 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 allow the Dallas Cowboys to somehow, someway, do the impossible. Sign both J.J. Watt and Patrick Peterson and solve the whole Dak Prescott issue, okay? Give him the franchise tag because, again, like I said in the part of the preview for the previous episode, if anyone wants to learn my stance on the whole Dak Prescott case... The franchise tag is the best way to go, okay, because of the injury. Again, don't want to go too deep. But I'm going to be honest. As much as I would love for Patrick Peterson and J.J. Watt to cover the Cowboys both at the same time, it's merely a pipe dream. I mean, that's as, that's as realistic as I can get. I mean, again, think about it. With, with the sal- I mean, I don't, I don't know what the salary cap situation is going on. I mean, um... I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, anything could happen, but but right now I feel like it, it, it's gonna have to, it's gonna have to be either J, if they do get Prescott, like I said, it's probably gonna be either either Patrick Peterson or JJ Watt. You gotta take your pick, and you must choose wisely. It would be a, mir- a miracle if we got both of them, but I don't know if that's possible. I mean, right now I, f- I feel like it's impossible. But I'm not gonna say that it's impossible because you know I I I know the I know the saying, you know never say anything is impossible because if you believe in yourself you can do it. I mean I've been told that you know from my friends and my mentors. Okay, I didn't think I could I, I could get myself through college because I thought that was too difficult for me. I got through it. Okay, 
I've proved critics wrong my whole life, okay? So maybe I should have a little bit of faith in the Dallas Cowboys, no? <laughs> I mean, I do have faith in them, but... As far as this whole dilemma goes with J.J. Watt and Patrick Peterson, well... I, I Like I said, I feel like it's impossible to bring them both in, but... I'm not going to say that it is, so... I mean, the bottom line is, as far as this goes, I all I can do is just sit, sit down and wait... <laughs> But the last thing I gotta say about Pearson, you know, after last year, uh, if I remember correctly, he did not play the part of last season. Uh, last season, actually, no, this was actually no, this was in 2019. I'm sorry, this was not last year. I believe in 2019 he missed some time because he uh, due to a suspension for uh, for a violation. I, I believe it was a PED PED's violation, but whatever it was, it was it was so long, but. And but, but anyway, I do. But uh, as I wrap this up, I feel like J.J. Watt and Patrick Peterson, in, in their case, the Dallas Cowboys is certainly a good fit for both guys. Of course, in J.J. Watt's case, we have to hope that he can stay healthy if we get him, and we can only hope that Patrick Peterson can deliver well for the Dallas Cowboys. And of course, you know mo- most fans, you know, really hope that the Cowboys, you know. Pay uh, Dak Prescott, but again, you know, all, all, everything I said is in my previous episode. It's the Dak Prescott situation, and you know, and I was nice enough to actually go a little too far on this one already, but but overall, bringing J.J. Watt or Patrick Peterson would be a blessing, but it would be a major miraculous blessing if both of them found their way to the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, again. The reason why I feel like it's impossible because it's going to be pretty expensive. And I, and I don't know the salary cap uh, situation, so that's why I'm not going to say that it's impossible because, you know, I'm not going to make a prediction that I can't back up. So that's that that's the <laughs> why I have to leave it. So. so anyway, wrap it up. I'm certainly in favor of bringing in J.J. Watt, and I'm also in favor of bringing in Patrick Peterson. Overall, I'm certainly in favor of bringing both if it's possible for a, for the right money, for, you know, for uh, it, as long as it's a good deal that it benefits both the Cowboys and the the players. So, I mean, at, at this point, I want the Dallas Cowboys defense to have the pieces together so they become they can become doomsday defense again. The Cowboys defense needs a defense that can force punts, sack the quarterback, force turnovers, make stops. In other words, ladies and gentlemen, the Cowboys defense needs a defense that can win. Again, ladies and gentlemen, it's all about the winning, and the Dallas Cowboys need to return to their winning ways. So say with me, let's all pray to God that the Dallas Cowboys make a good decision in free agency and in the NFL draft. Ladies and gentlemen, Cowboys Talk is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you very, very much for joining me this evening. I will see you next time.